Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dez Inside podcast. Yo, two guys just talking to everything Arizona, one with a geezer perspective and one with a cool perspective. So tune in, listen, and get what you want out of this. <laughs> and as always, Suns and Four. Hey, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Dez Inside Podcast. I am your boy. Other guy over here is Cyrus. What's up, bro? What up? Episode 27, 27. on Giannis's like 27th birthday where he scored 27 points in 27 minutes. A lot of 27s. A lot of 27s. Dude, 27 was actually pretty dope. I was I was definitely into my uh, festival days around that time. If I Doing a lot of dancing. We went to a birthday for your festival on your 27th. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, Desi and I have birthdays very close to each other. And one year, he wanted to go to, like, this EDM festival in Phoenix. And oh, God. It was, like, oh five God. of us. It wasn't even a huge group or anything. No, it was it wasn't. Me, Anthony, you, and, like, two of your other buddies. And I get to the hotel. And instantly, him and his friend are arguing about Wu Tang, and I was like, I don't know how serious they are. And Anthony's yeah. like, Oh no, they're they're serious. I was like, Dude, they're like gonna fight. And I was like, What what kind of birthday party is this, man? You don't know, man. It goes deep, dude. My two of my best friends, uh, shout out Matt and Megan, their brother and sister. Um, we have this like feud because they do not respect East Coast hip hop like at all. Like they're homers. They're like. Oh my god, it's it's probably one of the most frustrating things. Like they're they're the type of people that they lived in Sacramento for a little bit. They are all about anything coming out of Oakland. So Mac Dre is, is on top of their list. And so that's E40, that's like E40, those, like those big G Easy group. Yeah. <laughs> big G Easy guys. <laughs> yeah, man. They like, oh, they anything that comes out of there, like they're about, and they're just not open other things and i don't have a lot of respect for someone who says they don't like wu-tang it's it's craziness to me so yeah what you were witnessing was like 75 percent serious <laughs> that's amazing because i also reflect on 27 it's it a great i feel like that's just a great age for men you know i, don't, I can't speak for women because i'm not a woman but for men i feel like 27 is like you're old enough to be respected. You're still young enough where you can do everything Probably athletically. Your career, kind of like you know, stepping out of college, at, at least for us. Yeah, you got uh, year, uh, maybe a few years of experience in. You know yeah. how to handle yourself in an adult yeah. environment with some adult beverages, but you still let loose a little bit because you can handle. Yeah, you can handle the hangover. It's just you a, can afford to get bottles if you want. It's just it's kind of a it, it's it's a nice time to be alive because yeah. in most cases, like you don't have kids and you're just like. All I got to do is like do me right now. I got to care about me. And I, I was about to say, you could you could be in a serious relationship. People are like, oh, great. Like you're about to move into the next phase. Or you could be a pure degenerate and be single yeah. as, as much as you want. And no one look bad tonight. You're like, oh, he's no, 27. It's like, Makes sense. Yeah, he's 27. <laughs> it's like when you hit that 30 that people are like, I used Damn, to get you're still lot, doing man. what you're doing when you're 27. Exactly. I used to say. get that a lot. I used to get like, you still go to festivals? Like, yeah, man, I'm not dead. And dude, to be honest, like I got to. I don't think I've I've shared this on the pod. Um, You're so, dying. Uh, <laughs> like I don't know. Bad bad segue. If that's what you were. <laughs> no man, we uh we're number two is in the oven right now, dude. So oh, congrats. Yeah, man. So I I, I kind of think 
He's that building way. the community. I told building you we weren't joking bro. earlier. Building the community. Fan of a pod. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I don't I don't know. I I kind of think as I get older, I definitely want to still go because dude, they're fun, man. Like all you literally all you have to do when it comes to that is like when's the next show? Like that's literally the only thing you're worrying about. And it's 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 a good problem to have. Yeah, it's it's a nice bubble to live in when you go to a festival. So yeah, I, I was I reflect on 27 too because I you know naturally I've told you guys before in the past I'm coaching now. Got a new mm-hmm. season with kids, and I want to give you a coaching update since um, intramurals didn't to. go our way last week. I don't want to speak about it. It just didn't go our way. We're not going to address it. We're going to talk about intramurals again when we get a win. We're on a losing streak right now. We're on a tie slash losing streak. I'm not a big fan of it. Dude, um, so let's go Detroit, to coaching, right? Detroit Lions, man. <laughs> They're rubbing off on me. I think Roy has been hanging out with Colin too much. And I and I forgot, you know, a friend of a pod, Colin, is a Lions fan. And he even admitted he had stopped watching because he just couldn't deal with the roller coaster of hope. I feel and that, man. He didn't know that they won the game on Sunday. That's how <laughs> disinterested he He just assumed it was a loss. I'm so but. pissed that I didn't pick them. That's like we will the get, only week we'll, that I – We'll get, we'll get there. That. We'll get there. I'm, so I'm with coaching, man, this past <laughs> week, all right, I, uh, our other coach, our head coach, because I'm just the assistant, you know, uh, he couldn't make it. So I'm coaching. And I'm like, okay, expecting the full squad to show up, four kids. And I'm like, man, this is one of those challenges as a coach. Like as you get older and you coach probably like adults or high school or whatever, you don't really face the challenge of kids not showing up based off of school or parents or whatever, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dang. So I just made it a fun practice with these kids, man. We were like joking with each other. And then I realized that I, I am finally at that age, Des, where they ask you the quote unquote, what you know about that coach? And I'm like, oh, man, I am not as old as you think I am, but I I know I'm old. But they, these kids last week, all every shot they were making, one of the kids just kept saying, splash, bing bong. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> What the hell is that? What do you guys say about Joe Biden? <laughs> and then three, three, four days later, all I hear is Bing Bong everywhere. And then, and then I, I'm like, these kids have rubbed off on me. So either they I'm going to stay youthful by coaching young kids and knowing what's cool amongst the, the are, middle man. school group, or I'm just going to forever start growing in the old man role. And then when like no, they play, teach me how to Dougie, I'll just show them what I got for a minute or two. <laughs> no, man, you got to you got to stay ear to the streets, bro. We we've all heard that before. Ear, to ear the to the streets, man. Streets. I'm, I'm there, and I will say, man, it, one thing about coaching, if you're if anyone's interested, uh, and you have the time, definitely like give it a go. It's really fun, and with like. In the scenario where I only have four kids, obviously I can't do a ton with them, right? So yeah. we worked on a ton of fundamentals, and we worked on things that are basics and probably that just comes so natural to a lot of us that have played over the years, especially as you've gotten better at basketball. But it's just fun to see kids learn and grow in that sense. Yeah. And that reminded me of last – well, last night I kind of want to allude to the Suns here for a second. It And for those that have their favorite teams, for example, uh, I know your brother and I, Anthony, have talked about Portland. They have He's got his eyes on Nasir Little. For us in Phoenix, we're watching Bridges and Cam Johnson and uh, obviously Aiton. For some of our other friends who got like the Lakers, you know, they've had their Alex Caruso years or their uh, THT year or even Kuzma back early days with that squad. So I bring it up because, you know, as you watch – 
for me, I'm watching kids literally learn how to play basketball the right way. Yeah. I love that when you watch NBA games and you have your team and you got your rookie or your sophomore year guy, you're watching them learn almost the same thing, right? They learn yeah. how to play basketball the right way. Now, now I'm not talking fundamentals, but there is a fundamental way to play in the NBA. Yeah. Because we had a we had a discussion offline. I think you were in that with us, Des, that we talked about these NBA guys are one percenters, but yeah. the jump from college to the NBA is yeah. the, the analogy that Anthony and I and Taylor talked about was if you're a freshman in college one year and then you go to work for Google as a senior software engineer. Yeah. That yeah. that jump is so massive in the normal world. I think that translates to what the jump is in the NBA. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? No, I I, I would definitely agree, man. You know, we uh obviously most of us have seen that Zion pick. Uh that I think I want to say ESPN or ESPN NBA posted or whatever, you know, Zion's in his third year, right? Or fourth mm -hmm. year, third year, third year, third year. Third. Uh, and obviously with the injury, the, the dude can't do a lot of, he can't really do a lot of activity. And so obviously he is, he's in a bigger body now. And I had just made the comment too, that the guys that make these jumps, they need ongoing support in order to like, not only mentally stay where they're supposed to be, but getting the training and getting the recovery that they need in order to make that jump, man, because it's, they do stuff that we, I don't even think that we can conceptualize. It, it's nuts. I mean, we try to, but <laughs> like, well, another thing you, is that when you're in college, you have a routine and a schedule that you have to abide by because if yeah. you don't go to classes and you don't do what you're supposed to do, you don't play, you don't practice. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's penalty. In the NBA, all they have to do is go to practice, right? That's like their that, whole job and, and play yeah. a game. But like, yeah, outside of that hour, two hours of maybe some training and practice, like they can do what they want. Yeah, and that, yeah, that is uh, where the freedom is almost the the devil in disguise here. It it is, dude. It's it's crazy. I'm sure we've all seen this. I mean, there's a, a bunch of content pieces where it's like they talk about that jump and how skillful NBA guys are. I mean, I've seen like dudes that are in and out of the G League just completely tear up courts of just like basic runs or even just like intramurals. Like those dudes tear random guys like you and myself up, but making that jump is just it's different. So, yeah, man, I don't it's it's crazy if you think about it, like the people that are doing it for top dollar are like the one percenters that made it like you not only had the talent, but then you had the grit and the work ethic to continue to get better. And, and I think that's what we see with these elite level athletes. Dude. It, it's crazy to look at. This is, and the reason we, I like to bring this up now is because this time period in the season is when, if you're a fan of a team and you have a young guy that you have your eyes on, this is the time where you should watch them maybe from last year to this year or from this year to next year. Because yeah. what I'll say is coaches give a little more leash during this time of the period for folks to kind of make more mistakes, get a little more playing time because then the lineup's starting to get a little tighter around the trade deadlines. And as you go into the later end of the season, but right now is when you get to see rookies and guys like come out of nowhere, so to speak, or, or yeah. the rookie that you weren't expecting as, as a dark make the jump. Yeah. 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 This is where you see it because coaches yeah. give them that freedom. So like a guy like, uh, Cam Johnson, for example, he doesn't necessarily play closeout minutes. And in last night's game against the Spurs, it it, it turned out to be a close to the close game just because yeah. of how they weren't playing down the stretch. But a guy like Cam Johnson is not necessarily always in a crunch time moment because Devin Booker would be in that role. 
that he was yeah. kind of filling. And le- I'm saying last night I got to see little growth. Normally, for those who don't watch Suns games, I, let me paint you Cam Johnson really quickly. He's a 3 and D guy yeah. who knows his spots on the floor, and every now and then he'll make good cuts and flashes to the basket, and guys find loves him. Loves that corner shot. And he finishes. <laughs> yeah, and he loves the corner. Loves but for the most shot. part, he is the definition of 3 and D right now at yeah. this point in his career. But last night, I saw a piece of growth that probably doesn't happen without Chris Paul, Devin Booker there. Cam's in the corner, like you just said. He loves the three. Yeah, loves that and corner. He, he sees that Chris is stuck at the at the elbow. And instead of kind of going towards Chris, coming behind him to grab the ball and kind of relieve Chris and give it back to him and let them still run an offense, he flashes as if he's going to do that because the defense expects it. Back cuts. Chris gets him the ball. The defense still collapses, but instead of panicking and stopping his dribble, he dribbles through under the baseline and does this amazing wraparound pass around the defender to get eight in the bucket under the ball who dunks it. And really, yeah. it was a pivotal point in that game. And I say that because last year, Cam freaks out if he catches the ball in with four seconds to go or whatever it is, right? It just, yeah. you didn't see it. And I think the fact that we saw young guys in the finals last year and now we're seeing that kind of that experience come into fruition on the court at this point where you don't have a superstar is beautiful. And so for yeah. those who aren't Suns fans, I hope you get to see some of these moments for your teams. I think when I went to see the Portland trailblazers with Anthony, we saw Nasir little and I keep bringing him up because I think he's going to be a name in the league because we, people forgot about him because he didn't, yeah. he wasn't the number one pick and did amazing things as soon as he hit the court, but in Portland, he's starting to find the right role. He's starting to do the right things. And, and it goes to say, it takes two to three years in the NBA. It's not a, everyone can't yeah. be LeBron James. You know what? This reminds me, I'm actually, I have a beef to pick with you. I'm actually pretty angry at oh, you yeah, now that you're go. bringing this up. Here we go. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I started violence last week. It's because he's this week. Uh, no. So obviously, Warriors came to Phoenix, got beat, and then we went over to them and then got beat. And in our text chat, I think it might have been Anthony, like, okay, what's what's the take from Suns fan? Nothing. And I sent a gif, and it oh, was Denny cricket? Green. We are who, who they thought they were. And only one person laughed. And I was like, this is for Cyrus. <laughs> and you said nothing. Dude, I just didn't, you know, I was, I was trying to give Josh the free space he deserved to finally express the gratitude of the streak ending, because for those who have been paying attention to me, just kind of badgering Josh and our social media guy has been at Josh a couple of times. Uh, uh, I'm so about it. That, <laughs> he deserves it. That feud finally ended. He is, he can take a sigh of relief. And you know, what's ironic as that feud ends and the streak ends, the Lakers start to find themselves coming back into the playoff picture finally. So there's something to say about that positive karma, Josh. Don't throw (laughs) negativity our way. Negativity (laughs) won't rebound back to you. See when the streak ends and you know, we didn't, I I said, you're I sent a funny gift for our game of Thrones fans. I sent him a Jon Snow. (laughs) My watch has ended. (laughs) gift to josh and he he fully embraced that so i appreciate his uh you know his good sportsmanship in this streak because he could have could have came out swinging as soon as we lost but he i think he knows better after <laughs> sending off that first text. bro i feel like i should leave this pod right now i still have not seen game of thrones wow i saw one episode with anthony and mariah and you it was and brown like, roy can have a whole watching party. it was like a finale it i'm sure like white a- roy's in there too because whatever brown roy hasn't seen yeah. white roy hasn't seen either 
I mean, is it enough time where I can throw spoilers out or do I have to shut the hell up? Because I want to tell you which episode I saw. Yeah, a Red Wedding episode? No, it was the oh, one okay, where the yeah. fucking the the fucking dragon like blew down the the bridge or whatever that that, that is impenetrable. I don't know, but it was like a pivotal <laughs> thing where they're like, Desi, this is literally the worst episode. Can we pause? Can you just if you hurt yourself right now? Whenever I give you geezer jokes and how old you are, you literally just like epitomized it in that description. How is that a geezer joke, man? I, I've never like watched was, the show. If no one had heard what you were talking about, you might have been describing a video game right now the way you gave that. <laughs> the dragon burned down the impenetrable bridge. What, who talks like that when referring to a show? Are you serious right I'm now? Serious. I feel like you just threw a, a stupid geezer accent on what I just said. You're dumb. No, anyway, that's, you. <laughs> that's that's the that's the only episode I've seen, man. Well, man, I get lost got... in shows. We've talked about this. You know what? I also, as I as I give you violence, uh, <laughs> we chilled with our neighbors the other day, and they have this like dope little setup for a projector. So as Callie and Rory went home, I was just chilling. I was like, "You guys, we got to start a new Christmas tradition here on our, on our block." And they're like, "All right, what is it?" And I gave them the the office uh, Christmas episodes, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love this tradition!" So while I give you violence, I also give you flowers because that is an amazing tradition, and we've Thank started you. it, and I freaking love it. Thank I forgot. You. Obviously, I didn't forget how funny the office is, but god dang, man, it's it's too much, dude. It, it's so good. <laughs> it's I too mean, much. So we just watched the uh, the, the white elephant exchange episode and it's amazing if you haven't seen it the ipod one right ipod is great and and so it's funny because this weekend i'm going to a white elephant exchange party with some friends so hopefully maybe i'll bring my own ipod story or do do i take an ipod and just start flexing (laughs) on although like the the first generation ones like how the hell do i even load music into this yeah does does where does where do i plug this in anymore you know you know what this is actually a great transition because we were talking a little bit about this in our text chat so white elephant gifts so i want to know what are you actually taking to this white elephant i don't want to spoil it in case my buddy josh listens to this episode but i have some great gag because like anthony told me about his experience and he was like I was the only gag gift and I felt like an a-hole. <laughs> like... Well, so a fun experience. I went to Taylor's house one year for a white <laughs> elephant exchange oh. and everyone brought like pretty solid gifts. And Mike Dillon brought it's like a pack of only gag. <laughs> it was, But no one made it clear. Like everyone, I think Taylor said like 20 to 30 bucks. I was like, okay, cool. I think I got like some cool, like U of a mug and, uh, and I put a Starbucks gift card in it, like something yeah. wholesome, right? Like, Oh, this is all one package. Mike Dillon you playing it close to the chest, man. You you went. No, nah, I was boring. nice. Right. I was nice. I was boring. I was nah, nice. Man. I think I was visiting. Like, uh, you know. Nah, knows? bro. Nah. You. Come I have hot. to highlight this Mike Dillon thing because I ended up with the fucking gift, and Mike felt so <laughs> bad. But it, if I look back, it's so funny. But but in the moment, every, like Mike. Mike sees everyone giving out these amazing gifts. Like the because Amanda and her friends brought some awesome gifts. It was just like everyone was like oh, sweating, and Mike is just like like oh my god. First of all, his isn't a, his isn't a plastic bag, like it's not wrapped. It's in like your normal grocery store plastic bag. It says Albertsons on it. He gives them the, the Creed sweater. Somehow, yeah, basically, I open this thing. It's got a six pack of like Walgreens branded beer. I don't even know the brand because I like it was so bad. I didn't it even has, know Walgreens had it. Has a, a DVD cop <laughs> DVD of Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> like 
and then I'm pretty sure it had like the worst candy. Like, you know, those black and white licorice, like, uh, I don't even know what they're called. The box is yeah. like purple and white and whatever. Nobody eats it, but uh, it had all that. And I think it had, if I remember the last thing was an unpopped bag of popcorn, but like a single, like, like not like you bought uh, a nice one. Like he put, he bought a box and pulled out one of the like individually wrapped <laughs> single pop and put it in the bag. And I was like, oh. this is the worst but best like gag gift. But I think that's times. the way that you have to go. You know, all right. So we've talked about this in past pods of like fans of people that you wouldn't hang out with. I think we're pretty clear on like Steelers, Cowboys, Patriots. In most cases, there. Patriots are up there. I would honestly put the Clippers and then also the Lakers on there too. Um, am I missing anyone? We're all baseball. Nah, Can't. nobody, nobody, nobody's really. I used that to hate Yankee about fans. baseball. I yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate Yankee fans as much anymore. All right, so like, let's take those. I think the same way about certain candy lovers. If you like black licorice, candy or candy corn, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> You're suspect. Where do peeps fall on your candy spectrum? Oh, trash too. I'm really sorry people like peeps, but I, I'm agreeing for once. I will agree with Des on all three yeah. that he just said. I'm out. And it makes it even worse. And they throw them in the microwave. I know we've all seen that too. Dude, my, Yuck. yeah. I don't know what to say because that's disgusting. just disgusting. It but speaking so of disgusting. microwave, man, someone who always is heating up, <laughs> Mr. Stephen Curry again last night was incredible. I don't know if He's you saw it. too good. I didn't. I know we're, I, we're I getting didn't, a little bit of basketball to. talk in, but yeah, I know you didn't need to, but. I want to bring this up because he is 16 threes away from Ray Allen and the number one on the NBA's all-time three-point list, which is really nuts. I will say, let me just shoot some bail to Reggie Miller. I feel bad for him because he didn't play in an era where threes were even harped on or, or the game was revolving around, and he still did what he did. I feel like if he was even in just like five, five to ten years later – his numbers would be similar or through the roof and Steph would be chasing him. I will say that Ray Allen, obviously we he's played through. He was in the transitional era towards the end of, of this. Well, you're kind of alluding game. to this. I was going to ask you who your, your splash three are. Yeah. I just don't those argue three with, then, right? I think, yeah, I wouldn't argue with that list. Amongst I would, I those think three, I either. I, I do want to ask you amongst those three though, you have Ray, Reggie and Steph. Who are you getting the ball to if you need a three and there's six seconds or less to go? I don't know why I picked six, but six. <laughs> six seconds, huh? Yeah, six seconds. Uh, bro, I called me an old head, man. I'm going with Reggie. I, I think I am too, man. There's just something all about – All three of them. Yeah, they've all I, done – actually, they've yeah, all done it, right? It's hard, but Reggie. <laughs> but I think Reggie and – Ray have done it when stakes mattered. I mean, Ray has one of the most clutch threes in NBA's history with that so Miami great. game six, three in the corner from the tip. You know, you know it if you know it. I'm not yeah. going to give you. Reggie has like the epitome of a FU three when he when he steals the ball on the Knicks. If you, I'm, I'm referring to the Knicks game. He steals the ball on the inbounds. He basically pushes the guy over, no foul called. And in that day, he did the whole, instead of shooting a two, I'm going to take the two steps back and pull a three on you. And as he hits that, he just does the choking <laughs> signal to Spike Lee. Like, dude, that that's and just And then like he did the crotch level. grab. And yeah. then he did the crotch grab. It's just another level of just clutch and like 
killer mentality. And Steph, I think, what's the three that comes to mind when you think of Steph in a clutch three? I got mine, but I'm going to ask you for yours. Well, I was literally just going to ask about that. Cause like what, what, I don't know if I've, or at least at the top of my mind can think of a moment where Steph hit a game winner. Like, can you remind me? I the, mean, I'm, I'm trying the one to think that about... always sticks out and, and it's probably because the clip always replays on ESPN and stuff like that is the um, Steph versus the OKC thunder. And he's pulling up from about like 47 Shit. feet okay. out and yeah. just hits a freaking dagger of a three. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that was for the game essentially, but if you really reflect on Steph's career, he doesn't have a ton of like stick out moments of clutch. Th- he has like fun threes. He has amazing threes. He has yeah. streaks of threes, but like there wasn't a time. And maybe it's just the Warriors are, have been so dominant. They've never needed a. Well, that's what I'm. That's my thought. Cause as you were going through it, I was like, all right, there's a ton of Reggie Miller ones. There's the Ray Allen one. But then I was thinking as you were describing it, like the Warriors have been so damn dominant where they don't have to do that. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe for, for our listeners out there who are listening to this, like, Des, you're an idiot. Please. Yeah, I mean, maybe me. we're forgetting on one. Yeah, maybe we're forgetting a shit ton. But, but the and OKC I'm sure my brother Nico is going to be like, Desi, what is your problem? What's ironic is the most like the most ironic part of Steph being in a clutch three is the one that was shot against him with Kyrie pulled up in his face. Like, that three resides more than a clutch moment from Steph outside of the OKC one, uh, which is it's kind of interesting. It's funny, but... Regardless, do you think he hits the streak next game? He see he, there was headlines saying that he won't yeah. rule out shooting for 16, 17 threes next game. But yeah, do you think it comes I, next I game? So. Or do you think it, 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 he's gonna? So you think he's just launching from three all night? I, yeah, I mean, I mean, Steve's not gonna tell fun. him not to. It, yeah, it's funny that you're you're talking about Desi. Did you see the game? Uh, and I was like, no, I didn't need to. I know he fucking killed it because what I saw on social media was him hitting from like the 300 level a shot is like oh yeah backwards today's, today, today's his day <laughs> yeah, right. backwards blindfolded <laughs> um yeah i mean i i can imagine who are they playing this is this is where the fun was gonna Ooh, come in okay <laughs> this may be at your brother's expense because they are playing against oh, portland on espn oh, tomorrow God. night yeah he's I'm going to say yes, because Dame's still out, right? Dame is still out, and boy, that was a great transition call right now because we talk about this. This is the hottest topic in the NBA, and we're still hoops first kind of podcast when it comes to sports, I think, yeah, as much as we love football. Um, But Dame is either frustrated or something isn't right in his house in Portland because he wants Ben Simmons there. And no, so far, no superstar in the league has explicitly, whether they can get him or not, has said, we want Ben Simmons or I want Ben Simmons. Even LeBron James didn't try and get Ben Simmons. And they're and they're cl- they're both clutch guys. Like, yeah, he got Russell Westbrook before he got Ben Simmons. Now, of course, <laughs> would it work out in trades and all that? Whatever. Right. But for for argument's sake, no one outside of Dame has said, I want. Bro, ben I would Simmons. love to see Russ in Philadelphia. That actually might fit. Stop it. Just stop it. I, that's, that's I think that fit. would be great. No, Go ahead. I, hard to disagree. Okay. My question is, okay, Dame says he wants he wants Ben, right? No, okay. I don't argue with that. But how do you think Dame and CJ now interact? Because let's be honest. We know if Ben goes to Portland, CJ's got to go. 
Bro, I, I've said this before. I, I really love CJ. He's a he's a three. Like he's 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 a third guy. He's a great third guy. I just I don't know, man. I don't really see him. I would assume that what does practice kind of look like between those two? I mean, how would you interact with if it, if it was me, like I'm going at you in practice and and I don't know, man, like I would assume that teammates talk to each other. But when it's like business, is there just an understanding, like a cultural expectation of, hey, this is just business this isn't personal type of thing? I, I don't know, but I feel like I would take a personal. <laughs> I think I would take a little personal, too. It's like, dog, I've been in the trenches with you with you. Yeah. And at one point we were the next I had you over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we were the next you were at my wedding. Yeah, and you know outside of basketball i'm sure that it so there's two sides to it right it could be demar derozan and kyle lowry where they're they're brothers thick and through and it doesn't matter if they're playing with each other or not and they went to war together and just they lost kind of thing and they they get it and they got to move on career-wise but life and friendship they're still you know one two kind of thing or it could go the other way and they could be kobe and Shaq, where they played together for so long it looked like it was going to be a thing and then the fallout happens and people show their true colors kind of thing. I don't know. Dame is too stand up and too, I think he's just too honest for him and CJ not to have that conversation already. Yeah. And I, I do think that if CJ got moved, they would still be friends. I think though, CJ, he got to feel a little hurt, not because Dame doesn't trust him, but like that Portland, and I'm not saying Portland fans, but Portland org has given up on him, so to speak, because yeah. he's got to be, he's, he's good enough to be the piece that moves, but he's not good enough to be the piece that they need. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all right. So let's look at that. Let's look at that trade. How the hell is that even going to go down? Because you, you can't look at Curry. They can't be on the same team. They're, they're practically the same player. Um, and then you look at Tobias Harris, like I don't, I don't even know how that trade happens. Who 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 are they? What's the exchange? Because it to me it doesn't really match up. You're saying what does Philly really get out of this? Exactly. Giving up Ben. So he, the thing I will say that Philly gets is a guy that can get his own bucket. That they don't. I think Tobias and Embiid sort of fit that role, but not a guy that really drives hard to the bucket and can get a bucket or pull up shots like. They so get like, that from CJ. Okay, so Seth and, and CJ, ha, I feel like they're the same player. I think CJ is marketably better. Um, they're, they're I, still I think the, the difference same. is CJ can run an offense, whereas Seth really isn't a running offense type of guy. Seth is yeah. uh, get to a spot, you know, do the right. He he's the he's the get to the spot kind of guy or find him open kind of guy where CJ creates open CJ yeah. has taken over the offense in Portland when Dame went out, uh, I think two years ago or whatever it was. So we, we know he has flashes of, but thing that, that CJ has never had in his career and Dame for that matter, really is a dominant big man force that demands the ball first. If you think about it, CJ has played with Dame and they both kind of need the ball to operate playing with an Embiid allows CJ maybe to open up a new level of his guard game rather than his yeah. scoring game. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, I think yeah. we'll see a lot of PNR action that CJ kind of might turn into a beast with. Cause we, he, we know him and Damon do it with Nurkic, but Embiid is not Nurkic. Embiid is Embiid. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me ask you. So we're heading into Christmas day, which I think we're all 
in agreement as as a pod and a pod family that NBA doesn't really start until until that day, uh, and it's a glorious day. We've talked about it before. Who do you think steps on the court first, Kyrie or Ben? That is a great question. Because I just saw something from Sham just posted that now in Canada, if you're unvaccinated, you can't you can't uh, come. you can't play. Yeah, you yeah you can't come right. So, I mean that that throws an, yet another barrier in where you're asking Kyrie like, hey, are, are can we be honest? Do- can we be honest? I forgot yeah. about Kyrie. I forgot about him. I know he gets I, mentioned, um, but I think as a fan and as a, as the season has gone on, I ask all of our friends. No one has brought up Kyrie. He's kind of just forgotten about. Like, well, we're tired of his shit, dude. Let's call it what it is. I'm tired of that. Shit. Or like, hey, if you're not on the court, you're really not that memorable. Like, we don't care about your your super off takes or your flat earth theories or whatever you got going on is fine. Yeah. But when you're not on the court and we don't see you performing and, and really what you're known for and why you have your platform that you do, I'm not saying that you don't utilize your platform correctly, but I am saying your platform is going to degrade if we don't see it because you only have it because of basketball. And if we don't see basketball, well then why yeah. do we subscribe to Kyrie at that point? Because I, I don't have a, a strong understanding. I mean, you can, Correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't really have a strong understanding of what Philadelphia is doing to help Ben, or if Ben is even. I think Ben is just adhering to their to their regulations behind seeing a mental health professional. I don't. I don't know. Ben is your relative that you don't want to come to your Christmas or holiday party, but you have to invite them because your mom like is like, <laughs> how are you not going to invite your uncle Joe? Yeah, you're like mom. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe just gets so drunk. He sits in the corner. <laughs> he rambles. He only eats, you know, like three things. <laughs> he, he usually takes, he always has to use my bathroom. Like, why can't you use Conversations are really uncomfortable with him. And no one wants it's to just, talk to him. It's the worst. He's always telling everyone's girlfriend to come sit on his lap. It's the awkward <laughs> corner to Uncle Joe, right? Uh, I think Ben Simmons is Uncle Joe in that arena. Like, he's just there to show face. And, like, Doc and Embiid are, like, the person hosting the party that, like, their owner or their GM in this Daryl was basically like, you will invite your uncle Joe. And you're like, all right, uncle Joe, you're invited. Don't do anything. Sit in the corner. I think yeah. that's what I, I don't know. And, and Ben's just, you know, essentially taking lyrics or words from Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here. So I won't get fined at this point. Yeah. He's still losing money. He's not playing, but yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I think Ben definitely plays before Kyrie. How about that? You think so? To answer your question. How about you? You think same? I, I think I was going to say Kyrie because I feel like with what he does and how he uses his platform, like he wants to be mentioned. And I feel and, and you're right. I, I have kind of forgot that he's not playing. But anytime you watch NBA like takes or whatever, Jalen or, or Stephen A. Smith, they're constantly mentioning like, well, Kyrie's not playing, which is obviously the reminder but I think he wants to be a part of the mix so much and he wants to have his own narrative that he comes back. I don't really know what to what extent. I mean, he's gonna Well, the thing with Ben is there's no health problems, right? It's just he doesn't want yeah. to play for Philly. Like that's let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. I think that like even with Ben too, they're just kind of like caught up in just pointing fingers. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think there might be some mental health implications, but I think you're right. I think he just like, nah, I don't want to play for this organization and, and this coach <laughs> that freaking put me on blast. All right, Desi, I got a, a 
a game real quick for you. A, a game of guess, guess who, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so the, the East and the West records for the top eight are fairly consistent across the board. I will say that the East actually has a better record one through eight than the West in this scenario. The West has losing records for two of the team, or excuse me, one team has a losing record in the one through eight spot. And they're in the eighth seed with being the Denver Nuggets to give you perspective. And then the flip side on the East, all teams one through eight are above uh, they're all positive, right? They're all above 500. Mm -hmm. And even teams uh, beyond the, the top eight, we actually have uh, through the first 10 teams in the East are all above 500, whereas the West okay. is not that case. Yeah. But I'm going to give you a team here, and I want you to guess who they are. I'm not going to give you the conference, but I'll just give you their record, okay? And we'll start with this team. And and these are – I will give you one clue. We – they shouldn't be – or I guess history says – we have usually seen them higher. How about that? I'm just going to give you a record, okay? Okay. We, eight, so you, eight and 14. Usually, Who do you think this team is? Eight and 14 right now. We've seen them higher. Or you might have expected them to be higher, even coming into the season. Not super high, but definitely higher than eight and 14. Damn, I don't know. I'll give you another clue. It's, the, it's a Western it Conference team. It's not the Mavericks. Give me another clue. You probably hate them to their core. <laughs> Is that the Clippers? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Good get. I mean, as a long-standing Suns fan, you hate them to their Oh, okay. Spurs. Yes. Okay. Which That's is all you a, had to say. <laughs> which is crazy if you think about it. eight and fourteen. This is like another, you know, they had that such a long run in dynasty. Even after the Tim Duncan era, they were still always making the playoffs. And now towards the end of probably Pop's career, and with a bunch of guys that people don't know out of DeJounte Murray, uh, they're just kind of stumbling. I have into, no idea who's playing for them. I have But zero they did clue. beat the, the the Warriors at home and then tried to do it to us last night, and luckily and then, we got away. So yeah. Uh, another team I'm going to give you is 10 and 16. Who do you think this team is? Traditionally, right. a, a very good team. They have a good coach. They're not known for being losers. Is it the Pacers? It is. Oh, shit. Wow, great guess. Did you <laughs> see them being 10 and 16 at this point? With you know Rick Carlisle coming back. Yeah. A star in Sabonis and you know great pieces around. I honestly didn't. Part. I mean, I feel like Carlisle is a really solid coach. I always had. I wasn't really sure why he left Dallas. I I would assume that he Probably just didn't Luka. like what was happening. I think I think what? him and Luca didn't see eye to eye. Not necessarily they don't like each other. They just different philosophies around basketball. Yeah, I think like that was all weird. the offense comes through Luca. At, at all times like they're they're really i mean you you correct me if i'm wrong here uh having watched them it just doesn't really seem like there's a lot of movement it's just going through luca yeah the, the they are definitely i mean naturally you got to go through one of the top you know 10 guys in the league that uh, of course you go through luca but yeah I, I know what you're saying the the offense does nothing outside of luca for the most part yeah and and I will say Jalen Brunson is a really good backup for them, but 
I agree with you. Um, and I, I think Rick Carlisle definitely likes more of a, a system, if you will, not necessarily. Yeah. And when's like Rick has never coached a team. I mean, Dirk was a obviously a superstar, but he fit into any system that Rick probably wanted to run. And he never really yeah. always needed the ball to set up an yeah. offense kind of thing. And I don't think Rick, Rick's old style kind of coach in that aspect. So I, I ask you, because those are two teams that have historically always made the playoffs, always been not, I mean, Spurs obviously have won multiple championships, but the Pacers have ironically had like the longest playoff streak of any team in the NBA, even with the Spurs included. And uh, do you think both of those teams make the playoffs? Because we said it already, December 25th is when we considered the start of the season. Yeah. One team is 10 and 16. One team is 8 and 14. Given the play-in game scenarios included now, do yeah, yeah. both, not one or the other, do both of these teams make the playoffs? I, I don't want the Spurs ever to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I just want them to just like die off and just not be a, team anymore um including their banners they should burn as hell. all right so it's either both or no right so i'm gonna it's say no okay uh one of them doesn't and I, which one which one is it that doesn't i have faith in rick carlisle I, I feel like he's a solid coach he'll he'll help them to figure it out and pop is not a solid coach pop is a solid coach i just hate <laughs> the spurs that much <laughs> it's completely biased but okay. it's also our podcast so i can do whatever the fuck i want well the, if, if we're being honest the, the indiana pacers are literally the spurs of the east in my opinion so yeah i basically gave you i picked out the spurs versus the spurs and <laughs> made you pin them against each other <laughs> I get um, it. so so with that desi i have one more game for you it's still nba related um and I, you know what I just noticed is we are recording on the seventh, and you know if you take the the one away from the twelve, we got the two and the seven. Still a twenty-seven around, right? Yes. I don't know. Uh, I want I want you to tell me, without really knowing what year this this might have been for them for the player, but I'm gonna give you like three guys that are older, and I, I want you to th- just kind of tell me uh, whose prime was their best prime, right? They're still in the all in the league. And I'm not going to – LeBron is not in there because if I put LeBron there, his prime is always the best, right? I kind of want to give you guys that um, are older, but, like, they had a really good run, and it was probably around when they were 27 or, you know, in that in that time frame. Okay. So uh, let me get the guys together real quick, and then I will present them for you, okay? Okay. So you so, want who who is better in their prime? Yeah, essentially. Okay. And I, okay. I want you to just reflect back. Don't think about team. I want individual like kind of aspect. Okay. Don't okay. think about team success because one guy could have been on a championship team, one guy could have been on a okay. shitty team and just played really well. So right. amongst these two players, they're older now. Whose prime was better, assuming it was at 27 or so? Kevin Love <laughs> and and <laughs> why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because Fucking Kevin Love, man. Go. Kevin Love or Al Horford? Uh, they that's hard. They've played I know really, it's hard, really but similar I want you roles. <laughs> but they're different skill sets. Um fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with kevin love man okay is it because he contributed to that because al horford no, was on that i'm, 60 I'm just trying Hawks i know i'm just tr- i'm just trying to take the individual player and like what they do okay 
because Al Horford doesn't have a, a three ball. Um, he does actually. He's been shooting no. it a lot better lately, no, and towards doesn't. the later end of his career. Yes, he has. Okay, he's he's creating some consistency. I'm talking like actual three ball. Like, hey, we'll invite you to the three point contest type of three ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Kevin Love. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna make you. This is gonna. This is for my real hoopers and the people like that really pay attention to basketball on this one. I'm gonna make you think on this one. This is gonna go oh, deep God. into your basketball. Okay, knowledge. go. All right, uh, Corey Joseph. Or DJ Augusty. <laughs> the epitome of a backup role-playing point guard. Who had the better right. prime? Corey sense? Joseph yep. or DJ Augustine? Yes. <laughs> They're both they did the same shit. I don't, why why would you give me this one? Because I like it. It's my pot, I do what I want. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna say DJ. Why? I want to know why. They're the same player. <laughs> like, I don't really know. Why. <laughs> they literally do the same thing. Like, no, no one player has it over the other. Like, I'm just. All right, fine. <laughs> They're All the right. same fucking player. Fine, fine. fine. And Wait, then, who's yours? I would go with Corey Joseph. I think he had more impact on winning teams, personally. DJ Augustine just. Yeah, I'm I don't just know. There. Yeah, he kind of. I, I can't believe he's still in the league, is really what I think is sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. I, I feel like he's been in the league since NBA 2K8. Like he's, I, I feel like his name is always DJ Augustine. Yep, he's always just there, you know, and <laughs> just roster guy, minimum, vet minimum, just sign him. We need a backup point guard because my player got hurt or something. All right, I got, I got something for us. Do your last one. Hurry up. Okay, last one is going to be a little hard uh, for you probably because both are essentially out of the league at this point, but they are relevant in terms of relevancy. If I, if okay. But, John Wall and Isaiah Thomas. Are we talking? They're prime. That's what I'm talking. You you know what you know what we're talking. John Wall or Isaiah Thomas. I know who I got. I'm gonna say Isaiah. And I'm gonna go with John Wall. Why John Wall? Reason being is I think from a defensive perspective, he was one of the best shot blocking point guards in the league. And Isaiah Thomas couldn't guard a fly that was in front of him because he was just too little. And F Isaiah Thomas for that game winner in the Pac-10. Yes, Pac-10. This was before we expanded the Pac-10 championship when it was UW versus Arizona. And he hits a freaking fadeaway three dagger to win that title. And it was the last Pac-10. 10 title ever so i don't like isaiah thomas forever for that reason don't care thanks <laughs> he's on my list you know yeah. you, have, you know how you have a list he's on my list so, i don't i made I'm, my list i know nico <laughs> might hate me for this because he's all about oh the slow grind and he loves the whole story yeah. but yo isaiah he could stay out the league for as all right let me also start. reiterate too uh si is talking about celtics isaiah thomas not pistons just yes, of course. Listeners. Uh, yeah, listeners, because if it was the other way, it's it's definitely Zeke. No one's no one's arguing. No Zeke, one's and I would never really arguing IT as, <laughs> I, the real Isaiah Thomas. I just want to put that out Zeke. there. I don't want people coming for our head because that was a stupid ass question. If they're thinking that it was the latter, so okay. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I got something. So Cyrus, right. you me. are wearing uh, Christmas gear. This uh, is was... actually a shirt from last night. I went to the Caps hockey game, and this oh, was given dude. out. 
you know? I love so. it. Okay. So you're, you're very uh, Christmas oriented right now. I did not get the memo. Um, this we guy, started in December and he didn't get the memo. What I memo know, do you I need? Know. I don't know, dude. You know, just some communication from our social media guy. Desi's maybe, in maybe great for twice. Pearl Harbor today. He's really reflecting on Pearl Harbor. Okay. <laughs> December 7, if, 1942. I don't know if you can joke about that. <laughs> it's not a joke. I was, I was acknowledging your terrible <laughs> lack of clothing. I think it's December 7, 1941. <laughs> Anywho, I might, have, I might have got wrong, but all right, shut up, shut the hell up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're wearing Christmas gear. We started talking about this offline because I had to create some damn space to record this damn pod. Um, I want to hear <laughs> Christmas album or single bangers for you because oh. you came up and said that Bryson Tiller had one. Okay, and I yeah. said I don't believe you. No, I didn't say it was a oh. banger. Stop that. Stop. Hold on. <laughs> this is this is uh you're just editing words into my mouth. Pause. Um uh, first of all, I mentioned Desi. We were talking offline Desi you're like man we haven't really talked a lot of music and I was like yeah we yes. haven't but uh we haven't had a lot of new stuff to talk about because music really people haven't dropped albums that are more hip hop people have dropped albums but we haven't had hip hop albums um so he he just kind of mentioned music. I was like, we'll get to it when we get some albums coming, and then we can really dissect them and talk about them. I was like, by the way, Bryson Tiller dropped a Christmas album. I have and it was a but banger. I heard, no, I heard it was good. <laughs> is all I said. No, no banger was involved. Okay. So, going back to your original question, first of all, I want to know what has the green light. Yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't say Mariah Carey. All I want oh. for Christmas Eve. That is like I know people like that's the start of Christmas, and people get sick of that song. But Mariah's just voice in general is just so good on that song, right? Yeah. But there is a song that comes before that for me personally. Okay. And I got to ride out with Wham last Christmas. <laughs> I love that song. I don't care what anybody says. That is my go-to Christmas song when I want to get in the mood. <laughs> And, um, you know, if you're, if you think I'm wrong, you're wrong. Uh, and if you think I'm right, well, thank you. Welcome to the, welcome to the Wham squad. <laughs> and I love that their name has an exclamation point in it. And then I think last but not least, if you're like, oh my gosh, I want to put on Christmas music, but I don't want to hear all the, you know, retail store stuff. Do yourself a favor, throw Michael Buble Christmas album on. It's a, it's just a subtle, you know, just let it play. His, his voice is so smooth, soothing. I think that's like a good uh, alternative if you don't really want to go look for it. Now, Desi, being Hispanic, I know you're going to say Feliz Navidad. So can, we could just move that one <laughs> off there. You know what? Actually, I'm going to blow yours out of the water. And it has nothing to do with Spanish anything. Okay. All right. Uh, and these songs actually... are all played on December 24th for those paying attention. <laughs> yeah, not on Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve, because this is when we celebrate. Okay. Um, all right. So this is actually a, uh, a very much a beta tradition. We know okay. when it's time to throw this on. So I'm going to go with the Boys to Men Christmas album. Oh my God. Banger. Okay. Banger. Fine, I'll give you. And that. then I'm, I'm actually going to throw a little bit of a curveball because I did not know this. And for those who have not watched this Netflix series, it's it's amazing, uh, the the hip hop series. So Players Ball, <laughs> Outcast, <laughs> was supposed to be their Christmas drop. That's what the company was like. We need a Christmas album, and that's what they came up with. Such a great one. Well, you have just taught me something new today. So that yeah. is amazing. 
Yes, because that's I, I was watching the episode. Like I said, if you have not seen this, please do yourself the favor. Go because the guy that is hosting it and, and doing all the the verbiage and everything um, narration, he's amazing. But yeah, so they <laughs> very early on in I forgot which album it was. I think it was Southern Cal. I can't even say it right now. Uh, but essentially, they were like, hey, we need a Christmas drop and they're like you gotta be kidding me so outcast goody mob are like all right players ball let's just let's talk about what rolls up to a christmas party so dude <laughs> such a great one where does um two things where does merry christmas happy holidays from nsync fall for you on the christmas <laughs> song spectrum get this shit out of here who who's playing this i will i will pay double to get another song on right now if i'm at a bar and it's it's coming on the uh the whatever the music so not a not a justin fan or the whole nsync gang no lance bass for you oh man bro. no jay nah, dude i dated i dated this girl in in middle school that would not shut the hell up about him so anytime that i think about nsync i think about how much of a stand she was for them it was it was ridiculous it sounds like she'd have been perfect for your family knowing how much you guys stand everything. So yeah. <laughs> bro, you're going to, they're going to come for you. Hey, it sounds fine. right now that you're, you're saying that we stand for boys to men and you're, you're going to get the no violence. One, that well, ensues. Hold on, hold on. No one is going to, I'm not going to argue against anyone that stands for boys to men. That's fine <laughs> with me. I'm, I'm all in for boys to men. So, uh, but second question, more importantly, where does eggnog, fall on your spectrum because we we do love food and and that definitely is a s christmas beverage that doesn't yeah, come around I, except for the holiday season i will only yeah it doesn't even get more than like a half cup for me i'm gonna be christmas honest season. i throw that shit out if somebody pours me some like i'll <laughs> i'll dip my i'll dip my cookie in it or something like that um i don't like it i've tried to make it an adult beverage you know, going back in my, my bartending days back in college. And it just still, I don't know, like liquor and eggs and liquor eggs and just milk, don't sound don't, like they don't they don't go. It just doesn't sound it the right like, formula, like, you know? Yeah, it's just it's a formula to go to the freaking bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I've I've never been a huge fan. I, I know that people really love it. I just I, I don't. I, I would prefer, you know, an Irish coffee. I think Irish that would be the smarter great. move. And yeah. so for, for our listeners, if you haven't yet and you want to get into some some festive spirits, if you will, give your you know, get yourself an Irish coffee and try that instead of just opt out of eggnog is really what I'm going for. Just yeah. never or, never or just or drink a hot hard, just take shots, actually, you know? Yeah. If if Mariah's if you are going <laughs> just to Christmas go with for Mariah, it. <laughs> grab some shots and just go for it. Screw all this uh, you know, Christmas beverages, grab the bottle of tequila, cut yourself some limes, yeah. just say uh one, two, three, Feliz Navidad and throw it down the hatch, okay? God. I mean, you're gonna go to bed right after, but yeah, just do it. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever. You, you'll leave the Christmas party if you do shots with Mariah and then you'll uh, just go to bed. You'll, you'll opt out very early. <laughs> you just do an Irish coffee and then do an Irish, Irish goodbye. goodbye. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> uh, man, that was good. Well done. Well done. Yeah. All right. We're at minute uh, 55. Uh, we ready for NFL? Dude, I'm ready. Okay. I'm willing and let's get into it. And you know, we usually start with Thursday nights uh, games and kind of go from there. Let's let's 
I'm not going to skip Thursday night's game by any means, but let's actually talk about last night very quickly. Last night was like the coldest, most windiest night in Buffalo. And it was against, you know, rival matchups in the freaking Bills and Patriots. And they're going for the top of the AFC and so many expectations, right? Desi, the Pats threw three times. Stat fan side is pulling that out. I'm pretty sure yeah, uh, Mac had one throw in the first half, if I remember correctly. One throw. You know now, what's really great about this? And I'm actually going to throw him under the bus because he deserves it. Because I'm actually somewhat me. afraid of Taylor right now. So Josh was like, <laughs> I got a text message last night, and it just says, send the text. <laughs> send the text. And I was like, I thought he meant from fantasy football, so I sent it in the wrong chat. So I wake up this morning. <laughs> He's like, wrong chat. <laughs> and then he just sends a gif of someone stirring the pot. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not sending that to Taylor right now. <laughs> Dude, all I picture is like, like it, when you said that right now, before we talk about the NFL, I picture Josh like putting on like black Ray-Bans, like a black top hat. He like adjusts like his shirt and his like jacket. And he like pulls out his phone. He's like in a dark room with like a little yes. light in the corner. And he's just like text it but in his mind when if, if someone was narrating it would be like send the text like as, as if he's like this mafia boss ready to like you know just <laughs> cause trouble here and then when, it, when he goes oh. when he sees it and he's like he just shakes his head he goes wrong group chat <laughs> wrong. <laughs> championship dna Yo, uh, uh dude it, it hurts to hear it but i man ever I, since you've said that listen, it just man, feels like that- a, like <laughs> I know it was such a bad take at the time, and I want to agree with our fans, but like at the same time, dude, the Bills are seven and five. They're three and three at home. They just dropped a game on Monday night against the Patriots at home. And I know like the weather was probably a huge factor, but the Patriots threw three times, dude. Let all right. So I so the neighbor that I was talking about earlier is also a Bills fan. And I actually like the type of Bills fan that he is because he's a very he's he's me. Like we are very he's a pessimist. He's a pessimist, right? And he has a, a love-hate relationship with this team. We we really connect in that way. We were talking about this last night. <laughs> so I was talking about the pod. What up, Rob? Shout out to you. It's probably his first episode he'll listen to. Let's go, Rob. Um, hey, what up, Rob? <laughs> uh yeah, we were, we were talking about it, and I was saying, like, all right, as playing football as, as, a, as a tailback, a slot receiver, and an outside linebacker, this is the type of game that you fucking love because there's it's just smash-mouth football. It's just I'm going to go at you as hard and fast as I can, and whoever wins, wins. Because there's, there's, there's no, like, it's all just doing reads, taking on blocks, just doing your job. And I felt like watching it was like, oh my God, this is so boring. This would be so fun to play in because you're going to be sore for the next two weeks because of how, how aggressive this is. And then my other thought was after this game, D line coach, possibly defensive coordinator, y'all got to lose your job. You have to. They're going to get a weather break, man. I don't dude. I I don't understand. Uh, they got their ass kicked. The score doesn't represent it, but yeah, it just, uh, I don't know what to say. What was the average than... run? I, I, I was banking on like eight, I don't, I don't know. eight yards. 
I don't know, but step inside. Come on, he doesn't man. have that one. Um, he's more of a basketball stat guy. I, I've asked him <laughs> in the past. He he only knows a few football stats, but uh, he knows Kirk Cousins throws for a lot of yards. <laughs> I I didn't know what bothered me more: the fact that they knew what they were doing and still couldn't stop it. Still couldn't stop it, or. If the message to Mac was like, we don't trust you throwing the ball right now. No, that's not weak, the message. That's you not have a weak ass arm. The message is Bill. This is what the message was. Bill was, I still run this division. Bill yeah. said that through his coaching because he basically showed you the blueprint and said, you still can't stop me. You still can't stop me. And everyone counted him out. And uh, I, I'm not a Patriots fan by any means. I hate that team and I hate that squad. I hate that city. I don't like Boston. I'm really sorry, Josh, if you're listening still, but not Josh Spears. And we got another Josh that's a big Boston guy, but I hate that city. Um, so I never am going to root for that team, but I have to acknowledge greatness when we see it, man. Everyone counted the Patriots out. They didn't know who their starting quarterback was going to be at the beginning of the season. And here they are as number one in the AFC. They're, they're running their show in their division. They just knocked off the essentially a Super Bowl contender in the Bills. And Bro. I, I mean, you can't count them out at this point, right? No. I, I heard a take from Dominique Foxworth this morning, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's Bill Belichick. So he he had said, he was like, listen, I think we need to give credit where credit's due. Bill Belichick is a freaking sorcerer. <laughs> the whole league to is- To say the least. The whole league has gotten to a point where they've optimized with a, a pass-heavy league with dudes that are smaller, faster, and can cover. All of them. But that also comes at the at the crux of getting your ass beat in the running game. And Bill yeah. Belichick knew that. So Bill Belichick is like, okay, if this is what the league is doing, I'm going to go ahead and just ram it down everyone's throat. And I, don't really, I haven't really watched a whole lot of Patriots games outside of when they're played down here, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was just a prime example of just Bill being Look, Bill. Bill has a system, and definitely like the quarterback that sits there is a system quarterback. I mean, yeah, Tom's greatness or not, he still ran through the system, right? The system allowed him to be great, and it's yeah. doing the same for Mac, even when a game is not even asking him to throw the ball. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I, I'm gonna add a little segment to our our because we're not picking winners, we're reflecting on games here. So uh, two things. One, we're going to check Desi's stats uh, yes. here towards the end, but Desi Freaking picked Patriots. Lines, he was correct. Now yeah. I'm going to go with the loser quarterback, and if they are eggnog or Irish coffee, you're going to tell me what they are, okay? <laughs> Josh Allen, is he eggnog or Irish coffee? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the man cannot step up in the pocket. Eggnog, oh, my God. Eggnog, oh! <laughs> Okay, next game. Oh God, dude, Taylor's. He knows where I live. We're He's reviewing. Come over. We're reviewing games really quickly. God. So Kansas City and Broncos was another in division matchup. I, Desi had picked Kansas City. Uh, no surprise there. They've kind of come back to who they are. They're eight and four. <laughs> you know, we're we're not surprised. I think they just started slow. I hate Teddy Bridgewater. Spot like is he eggnog or Irish coffee? And I, honestly, I don't want an explanation because I want our listeners to be able to interpret whatever it means with what you pick eggnog, man. He's not, he's not top tier. <laughs> I love is, him. I mean, we're not saying Irish coffee's top tier, but I just want you to decipher between the two. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks get a really good game bounce back. They might've kept Russ 
in Seattle I, with that win. I'm not even exaggerating. Bro, Anthony does not like talking about it. I know, like, but I, he has tried, to acknowledge that. I tried win. talking about it because we all we all jumped on a like a little video group chat for like four hours on Sunday, just chilling, watching games. Sick uh, invite. I'm just kidding. yeah. He, he doesn't want to talk about it. He, he uh, refuses. Well, we we are. I think here it's to a reality. It. We, I think it's it, a reality. It is a reality, and I will say that win gave him a little little line of hope a little more i guess you know purpose for russ wanting to stay the fact that they grinded out a win against a divisional rival um but they're still four and eight so we'll see but yeah. they won 30 23 jimmy g irish coffee eggnog you know that you know the answer to this come on next this game, man. So you were you were wrong. You've got one wrong so far because you did pick San Fran and it was the Seahawks winning. Okay. Next game. Uh, Fucking Ravens, Ravens, dude. Man. What the yeah, hell? I'm... What is up with you guys? Figure it out. I get it. Like a bunch of injuries. You can't lose to the Steelers, man. Not by Come one. On. Not by one. Come on. Ben is literally announcing his retirement. And it's such a joyous moment because it's like, get the hell out of here. But also, he's—I just don't like him either. Like, I don't like him either, dude. So you were wrong on this game, unfortunately. But I will say, Lamar Jackson, eggnog or Irish coffee? He's Irish coffee. He just—I don't even know what's going on. He just a little—you you forgot to drink it while it was warm, or what? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he let it like congeal. He just let it sit too long, or something. I don't know, dude. We're not even surprised with the next one, Rams Jags, but uh, you know. I do want to ask because we hate Urban, so we're never going to talk about him. But Trevor Lawrence, is he eggnog or Irish coffee right now? I don't. Right now, he is 100% eggnog. Uh, Longevity-wise, I can't see him not being Irish coffee. I just – because I feel like Urban is going to do like – I was talking about this in the chat. The Bobby Petrino. Remember when that dude was the the fucking head coach for the – Falcons, and then right before a game, or maybe after a game, he just like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm out." Yeah, I'm just I'm retiring. I feel like Urban might do that for like the Oregon job or something. Um, Urban is definitely eggnog, so we can <laughs> solidify yeah, that. Urban, one. you take your eggnog, get the hell out of my house. Next game, which I told I I love that I texted uh, White Roy about this and mentioned, uh, "Hey man, the Dubs might the Washington football team might be able to really sneak in that playoff." run and, and could even steal that division i just didn't think it was that wild of a take the way they've been playing lately they did scrape a win against the raiders 17 mm-hmm. 15 so you were wrong there um Damn just it. because for whatever reason you had faith in Derek carr so is Derek carr irish coffee to you or is he eggnog bro i want him to do well so bad i he's eggnog i want him to do well. thank you so i bad. was about to say please don't call him irish coffee just because i'm you not I'm not. I, I want him to do well, man. God. Speaking of Irish, Carson Wentz gives the Texans. So the, Get no, your freaking eggnog ass out of here. Nobody's team gives the Texans a big old goose egg, 31-0. No How happy are you that they're doing well? How happy are you? I think it's really good for HBO that they're doing well because they have an awesome <laughs> hard knocks midseason. So like it's good to watch a team that's started off kind of slow and now they're kind of in the race, so to speak. Uh, Are they giving Carson, Carson a little bit of like a narrative? I like, honestly, I've only watched one episode so far, so okay. I will have to watch some more and catch up on that. But is Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz eggnog or Irish coffee? I already told you 
Get get out of here with your eggnog. He's Irish coffee. That's correct. Yep. No, <laughs> he's not. God dang it. I don't know, man. Uh, next game, your your brother's Eagles versus the Jets. You did pick Philly. Okay. So, but. But yeah, but, but we got a, a dual quarterback oh question here. Hold on, we have a dual, <laughs> we have a triple quarterback question here, actually. So the Jets, you know, uh, I don't think they were expected to win, but Zach Wilson did play. Is he Irish coffee or eggnog first? He's eggnog because of who he's playing for. Maybe like, he's he like Irish nog, eggnog. You know, he's like he has the potential, but. I, I think I like Zach Wilson personally, but I know what you're saying because he's part of the yeah, Jets. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm saying. All right. Okay, is Gardner Minshew, bro, eggnog <laughs> or Irish coffee? Dude, that dude slings anywhere he goes, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and how excited, dude! That moment with his dad, like that's that endearing, was cool. Man. It was really that's cool, endearing. man. Uh, he had he has swag. I will say, a uh, friend of the pod, Michael Evancheck, he had one bone to pick with him when that in that scene is how did he not have a different outfit for after the game because like he's got so much sway you you, you got to come up with some you definitely have heat before the game but after bro, the he game, was you wearing knew a, you were gonna win that game you knew you're gonna get some cameras come on bring another jacket bro, bring are the you Santa kidding Clark. me right now are you no dude if you're wearing a freaking top gun flight jacket you can wear that shit before during and after next just, question <laughs> all right is jalen hurts eggnog or irish coffee irish coffee okay i just want to i just want to know because Gardner yeah, yeah. came in and he might he might steal great, all dude. the creamer Sweet. in that team i don't oh, think it baby. happens but yeah yeah giants dolphins uh you know not too surprised i think um you know what uh, what's danny dimes didn't play so he's he's kind of hurt but i do want to ask is danny dimes irish coffee or eggnog for you irish coffee I, I think he's another still one got a lot man. of faith those, in him, huh? Those those teams, those teams in New York, man, they're just like ruining guys. I feel like Danny Dimes is a I think good he's, player. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I want to agree with you. Lions Vikings. The Lions finally get a W, and it almost didn't happen. <laughs> I'm uh, so pissed about this. It was almost <laughs> the like, one time I jumped off their bandwagon. The one time. The irony of this game is like the way the game went and how they won is like you couldn't have written it any better for both sides. Of course, the Lions almost lose. And of course, the Vikings are in another game that comes down to the wire and either win or lose kind of thing. So um, two questions. Kirk Cousins, Irish coffee, eggnog. This is going to hurt your heart because I know how much of a stand you are for him. Eggnog. <laughs> how about Jared Goff, Irish coffee or eggnog, despite getting his first win? <laughs> Bro, he's another one, too. Like, Be honest. He's eggnog. We're, we don't got to really. He's eggnog. We don't have to debate like, that. No, he's like one of the cats that you, you root for. You want to be Irish coffee because it's like, come on, man. You pretty much, they sent you there to die. You you got to know that. Yeah, that's the eggnog going to the back of the fridge, <laughs> sent to die. We don't. We're gonna forget we bought this. Nobody drank it. And he ran straight to his coach to give him a hug. Like that's like usually how they lose in that last second fashion. That's what and, I'm saying. You couldn't have written this better. Like they I, were. Yeah, I texted you right after, lose. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because 
Uh, I mean, but like, were you surprised? Were you surprised the Vikings were actually in another close game? And were you surprised? No, the, not, yeah, like no one was surprised. I think the only all. surprise was the Lions finally didn't get the short end of the Bro, stick. Bro, shout once. out to my cousin Nathan. He's a huge Vikings fan. Y'all suck. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. Chargers, Bengals. You rode with Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase, I, and I they did. got stomped on. I mean, they gave up forty-one to a future you know, face of the league. So, and he dropped a tutty that ended up being like a pivotal interception like that. You don't see that is Joe Burrow eggnog or Irish coffee. Come on, bro. Burrow is Irish coffee. Come on. Okay. Okay. I just want, you know, no, I'm not questioning anything. Another speaking of Irish guy, Andy Dalton takes an L to the, Arizona Cardinals. I don't think we need to ask about that, but he did throw like four interceptions. Cardinals get uh, Kyler and Hopkins back and kind of just go right back to form, you know? All right. <laughs> Not, so crazy there. You said that you said that you had some, you had things this weekend that you couldn't watch. I had uh, some Aunt, uh, Uncle Sam commitments. Okay. Uh, Aunt, Aunt and myself had a little bit of a discussion because he's like, hey, did you watch the game? And I said, I watched a little bit of it. A little bit of it. But when we started dolly whopping them, I was like, all right, I'll put this off till later to watch the rest. Like, we're going to win this game. And also, Chicago sucks. Like, I don't like watching really, really bad football. And he's like, why wouldn't you want to watch your team be dominant? Like, I don't. I like good football. Like, I don't. And, and besides, like, they're not really a rival. I'm not excited to beat the Bears. And because we've been beating people with second team, it's like, oh, we're supposed to win this game. So I, I don't know. I do, would. Do you feel the same way, or would you have watched the whole thing? I would have watched the whole thing. Okay. Um, more so, not because I don't want to watch them beat up on somebody, but more so so I could see maybe where improvements are needed or how. Well, more for me, especially this game, I would watch the whole thing to see how Kyler looks and how Hopkins looks coming back from. Well, such yeah, a two tutties and and well, four, like four tutties essentially. But so. he didn't throw for a lot of yards. Uh, we ran the ball. That might have been due to weather. It was like rainy yeah. and cold there, which uh, understandable. So, but I did notice that he had two fumbles, which he recovered. But like, uh, is that rust? Is that weather? Is that concern? I, th- I got I think none anytime, of the above, personally. Yeah, but... I think anytime Kyler takes a hit, it's a concern. I just, anytime. I'm, I'm happy to see him return to like touchdown form and the confidence and all that's still there. It looked like his ankle's okay. He was moving all right, so that was important to me. He had 59 yeah. yards rushing, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, you know, good to see him back. We're not surprised with Andy Dolan. Irish coffee is definitely eggnog in this game. Um mm-hmm. Funny enough, I did. Did you see the picture of AJ Green and Andy Dalton at the end of the game? No. It was like uh, somebody put it on Twitter. It was it was Andy Dalton and AJ Green, and Andy's like got this big old smile, and and uh, AJ Green's just kind of straight face. And it was like, yeah, when you're standing by the guy who made your career after you throw four <laughs> interceptions without him, and like, I was just like, poor Andy, man, just, Red God. Rocket, man, is definitely you know ran out of gas. That's, um, that's unfortunate. Another game here, and you may or may not offend Roe with what your take is, but the Bucks Falcons, I think we're, we, I remember looking at halftime, it was a very close game, and then the Falcons just decided not to score anymore. I'm not sure what happened. I unfortunately didn't get to watch, but you know, Tom, PTSD, Tom is, man, Tom PTSD is running away with the freaking MVP, oh, yeah. and it makes me upset 100%. a little bit, but it is Why? what it is. 
because I was wanting Kyler to get MVP this year. And if, if that ankle injury didn't yeah. happen, he was he was kind of slotted for it almost. Yeah, yeah. Assuming yeah. not playing bad. But um, Matt Ryan, you know, long guy that's been in Atlanta. He's gotten to the Super Bowl. But, you know, he's done all the right things. Is he eggnog or Irish coffee, though? He's given Irish his, coffee. He's given Irish his coffee. coffee. Okay. Yeah, he's Irish coffee, 100%. There's no right. question. Because Roe might fight you if you had called him. <laughs> no, bro. No. He doesn't need to. I'm going to say Irish coffee 100%. Working our way backwards, this is Thursday night game. Cowboys and Saints. Uh, shout out to our friends that bet on this game. It, a lot of people hit their bets in that last fourth quarter with that pick six that the Cowboys were able to get and score. So good yeah. for y'all. Now, is Taysen Hill eggnog or Irish coffee, Des? He is eggnog. I. He's boo boo. I mean, yeah, he 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 can like play a bunch of positions, but quarterback ain't one. God, it looks bad. Well, I want to. You say that, but he had 264 yards throwing. He did have four picks. He did have two touchdowns, but he also had 101 yards rushing. The dude is an athlete. I'm not. He's a, like, what do they call him? Swiss Army knife, right? Like, yep. I don't. He's an athlete. So he's an eggnog athlete. Okay. He's he's an eggnog athlete. <laughs> Well, that is our, uh, you know, our takes from reviewing standpoints. And then, you know, of course, we want to go to next week in rapid yep. fire here. So before we kind of close out our pod uh, again, before we get to NFL, I know folks probably are wondering, where's all the music chat? I like we kind of alluded to before. We haven't had a ton of music to listen to and really get into. There's been Lucy's and some tracks here. I know I sent you guys the group chat, the hip hop chat, the Corday and Lil Wayne song that I really, really like. I love the lane that Corday's getting into that he's always kind of been into, but more so maturing into as a rapper. If you haven't checked out that song and you are a hip hop person, go listen to it. I hope it, it it's proof to an album coming soon from him because I would love that. Did you listen yeah. to it, Des? I did. What'd I you did. think? I, I, I know it's it. a single. I know it's a single. We don't really want to review singles, but. Yeah, no, I I think what's funny is uh, the the influencers. I think Sup Supreme Dreams or whatever. He just had a had a skit on anytime Weezy jumps on like that was projects. that was the funniest skit. Well, okay, so for those that don't know, let me first give them backstory. So the skit is basically referencing producers um, in the early mid two thousands when Lil Wayne basically had his mixtape run of just dropping on hot songs. But Just this was mixtape era, fire. so you, you couldn't sell them, so you couldn't make music. But Lil Wayne would basically take your beat, make the best song possible, and, and then just, just fleece it. Yeah, it was, and <laughs> it was a, it it was awesome a good time skit. to be like a hip hop head, man. It was, was a good like, time for oh downloading illegal God. music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that, man. You don't know that pain. It was a it was a real thing during that time. Plus, those mixtapes, man. If you still got them, they're just. Not nostalgic, but they're like so valuable in the sense that they're not downloadable anymore, right? Or they're not really hosted anywhere. They're not on yeah. streaming platforms. You can't get no ceilings just like that, man. You can't. <laughs> and if you don't know, that's the best mixtape of all time, in my opinion. Lil Wayne, no ceilings. It can't be topped. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to go with dedication, too. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'll fight you with that one. I'll, I'll, I'll die fight, with that. I'll girl. fight you right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne, no ceilings. In fact, what he did to that ice cream paint job beat was just the most lethal <sighs> thing I've ever heard, man. I'm going to listen to Dedication too after we're done here. The, right. the problem, you know, you know how I know that 
mixtape is legendary because if that beat comes on, people think it's the Little Wayne version come on before the Da Da Rule or whatever. I forgot his name. Da something. Yeah. Uh, But before we talked about info, can I ask you a question, Des? Yeah. Where's Kendrick? We're coming up to the end of the year. Where's Kendrick? Man, I got a lot of questions. Where's Kendrick? Where's Frank? I mean, Frank is in a bubble or a cave somewhere doing whatever you guys Frank are, does. You guys are hurting my feelings. You keep telling me to to slow down, brother. New music is coming, brother. Like, I don't is believe Frank it. Zion right now? Where there is so much hype, so much build for what he will do in the NBA, and then no, I'm sorry, not Frank. Is is uh, Kendrick Zion Williams right now? Because no, I want to say yes. You know why? Because no, what we saw, no, what we saw from from rookie years on was glimpses of what could be the next 10 years of dominance at that position. And that's kind of what we've gotten with these features and subtle appearances here and there from Kendrick since the last album. And then nothing. And now we have overweight Kendrick. Is that what it is? (laughs) Overweight. Get it. You see, you know, I'm over. That was a play on words. I don't think that's what's <laughs> following me. I have to explain it for you, man. I know he's old. His ears can't catch it. I like, I, like the, I like the play on words. I like the wordplay. I was talking to Anthony about this the other day. I feel like this is the last TD album. He's going to go hard promoting PG Lang. When he gets done with this album, I feel like we're going to get more consistent work. Um, that, that's then just why the not narrative. drop it in Q4 towards the end of the year and start fresh next year with PG Lang? That's like my question. I, I don't know. Maybe I he does. It. We still have a couple weeks left, but it's just yeah. the, the stars don't look like they're aligned for that to be happening. Yeah. New album, new album's coming. Be patient, brother. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm waiting, brother, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Kendrick and Frank, dude. Hurry the hell up. God. I I don't know what to tell you, but uh, I just wanted to pop that question in. And maybe I yeah, start making that a reoccurring question until we get the album. So you're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to start giving me fresh hot takes as the album doesn't come. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Patient, well, brother. last okay. but not least, you know we love to end the stream with the uh rapid fire hot takes. So, you know, let's let's get let's it go. going. Thursday night, your favorite quarterbacks are matched up. <laughs> Big Ben versus slinging uh Kirk. <laughs> oh God. Who do you Vikings? Got? I swear in, to God. In Minnesota. I'm gonna say Vikings because I hate the Steelers. Oh, let me record these because uh, by the way, Desi, you did really well on last week's stuff. I know. You I'm missed... doing really well now that we're keeping track. I think you've missed one, two, three, four. You missed only five games. The the, the real <laughs> question is you should start putting money where your bets where your guesses are. Because I still don't understand how to do it, but yes, well, go. <laughs> you got mini, I, right? You yeah, got Minnesota in this this Thursday yep. night game. Okay. Yeah. Uh divisional matchup. <clears throat> We've got, in my opinion, Irish coffee versus eggnog in uh Baltimore <laughs> versus Cleveland, Lamar versus Baker. Damn it, Lamar, you better get your shit together. I'm gonna go with Ravens. Cool, easy. Okay, this should be stompage, but Jacksonville at Tennessee. Not anyone's favorite game to watch, but we don't uh, pick Urban, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I do want to just Urban announce the, the game. We we announce the game. Uh, interesting, interesting matchup here. Um, good Charlotte, lead singer, versus uh, <laughs> the brother of a TikTok superstar in <laughs> Mahomes. 
Uh, so we have Good Vegas, <laughs> Vegas at, at Kansas City. Oh, let's go Kansas City. So do you think you think they're back? You're not doubting. Them no, anymore. I don't think they're back. I just don't think that the Raiders are better. Uh, even, even in a dude, divisional matchup. I mean, we I say that because divisional games are just weirder. They really are. I I saw Sorensen took one back to the house, and I, I I can't not unsee that meme that I was talking about a couple pods ago, that, where it's just uh, Tyron just throwing his hands up at Sorensen, getting beat like <laughs> oh yeah, photos. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the meme was like Tyron Matthew hates Sorensen. <laughs> Probably that's very accurate. Um, okay, battle of the news: New Orleans at New York Jets. That's a dirty game to watch. You got the Swiss Army knife versus um, the Jets you know, eggnog. Let's let's go with let's go with eggnog Jets. Let's see what they do. Eggnog Jets getting go. it going. Okay, Zach, we got faith in Z Dub. Yeah. Uh, this is a game for me to pick, but I, it's still yours to do. But I'm it's Dallas at WFT, and it's it's me because I've been riding WFT's streak and thinking that they might really sneak into the playoff look, but. Who do you think really gets it done? Bro, I swear to God, man. The and it was announced Zeke that are, Fitzpatrick are, is not coming back for the WFT. He has gone hip surgery for the uh, year-ending hip surgery, so they're riding with their their guy. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys strictly because I have to get into the playoffs. Like you, you got to stop fucking around right now. Okay, so you want the Cowboys in? Yeah, I actually want the dub WFT in. So I know you do. We can oppose each other on that one. Uh, weirdo matchup with the fraud, frauds versus definite frauds in the Carolina versus Falcons in Carolina. Uh, I'm gonna go with Falcons. Okay. See, pick, I want to before I keep going. I want to say picking winners is so much easier than picking against the spread. I, I guarantee Desi would miss <laughs> yeah, the spread I, every single I, time. I yeah, yeah, I would not do it. <laughs> Oh, your brother's not going to like how I describe this, but losers versus bigger losers. Seattle at Houston. Oh, God. Does Seattle. Does, does Houston even score is the real question? Yeah, I think they get six points. <laughs> oh, so they go from zero to six this week. Okay. Yeah, but it's six points where they score and they miss the field goal. If, bigger question, if Seattle somehow drops this game, I'm not saying they will. I think they're going to crush them. But if they do... Do you fire Pete Carroll on the spot as he's leaving Houston? I don't think they're going to deal Carroll. Like, I, I think he's the one that stays. They wow. blow everything else up, but he's the one that stays. Wow. You're going to keep a 70-some-year-old instead of your primetime quarterback? He's leaving anyway, bro. He's done. <sighs> those words are those words are piercing through Anthony's heart, right? His fandom heart is I love you, brother. I, I don't think it's happening. Okay, double D up, battle of the D's, big D versus little D, <laughs> Detroit versus Denver. Such a bad, you know, at the beginning of the year. Whose D like, are you latching this... on to with this one? <laughs> hey, let's go Detroit. Let's go. Get the second one. <laughs> Detroit. You yeah, remember believe... when we were talking about at the beginning of the year, like, hey, it's literally anyone's league. Like, there's just so much talent. And now we're like, okay. All these imposters that fleeced us at the beginning of the year. Like, I don't even want to watch your game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
They definitely got us. And, and that's kind of why we always say for the NBA, it doesn't start till Christmas. Well, NFL yeah. is different. It's so much more week to week. But I, I do say after after August, mid-September, you start to figure out who's real and yeah. who's fake. Yeah. Uh, speaking of real or fake, the Giants at the Chargers. We want to find out if this is more a question about are the Chargers real? Because I'm going to say they, Chargers. They always win yeah. games that they're like, I don't know. They're so weird. They're so weird. Yeah. I I'm sorry. They're just weird. San Fran at Cincy. Let's go Cincy. No faith in Eggy G, huh? No. No. The Bengalis is who he's 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 big on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Okay, now yeah. another fun one. Championship DNA versus actual champion Tom Brady. <sighs> Bills at Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Whose butt are you rolling with? Who's got the bigger <laughs> butt? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bucks. Who's got the bigger butt? Bucks. He's got Tampa Bay all the way. Um, Chicago at Green Bay. Shout out to Brown Roy. He's gonna go to this game for probably nice. the stupidest decision he's made this season. Picks the coldest game to go to Lambeau. Picks the one of the worst matchups to watch because. It's Chicago. Like nobody wants yeah. to watch the Bears. Um, but good for you. Hope you could stay warm. Remember to buy or borrow a pizza box to sit on. Advice from Desi, who has been to Lambo. Oh season. my God! Yeah, please. No, he's go not, buy the seat backs. No, you know right what when he's you doing? walk in, he's wearing snow pants, sir. He's just smarter than you. He's wearing snow yeah. pants. He's gonna have his butt super dry. Way smarter than me. Then, <laughs> <laughs> who do you have? Does Rogers uh, drop gonna... one? Weather's no, gonna, weather's gonna be terrible. Literally the coldest game. Potential. I mean, probably snowing. No, because they got that big ass running back. No, I'm going with Green Bay. Green Bay, also all the way. Last but not least, and this is not by design. This is by coincidence. We have Rams at Cardinals divisional game. It's almost to see. You know, can the Rams bounce back? I know they played and destroyed the Jags, but they've lost a lot of games to teams that are above 500 and they've won games that against teams that are below 500. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is another oh, matchup maybe. against the Cardinals beat them 37, 20. The last time in LA, they are coming yeah. to Glendale. Who do you got Des and more so? Why do you got them? I know who you're picking. You're picking the Cardinals, but why I'm picking Cardinals? What, because what we makes are you a think better, we're a better team. We're a better team. And do I can't, you? Th- I can't do you th- wait. Do you think we handle Vaughn, Jalen, and the monster that is up the middle? Uh, I think the, I think the score is going to be pretty damn similar. I can see the you score. You think we're going to really, dominate? I I mean, you call that domination? Thirty-seven like twenty 20- was domination. We held yeah, Aaron go, Donald pretty yeah, I'm well. Gonna go low, I'm going to go low 30s. I don't think it's uh, high 30s, 40s. I'm going to go you, low You 30s. got 30, 20. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay, well, I'm thankful for Byron, Byron Murphy, because that boy plays, has Bing had bongs. picks, had a lot of picks, and so I, I hope he gets another one on Stafford, who has been just throwing to the wrong team a lot lately from every yeah. game I've watched. <laughs> Um, I mean, minus the Jags, but they don't count to me. Uh, I think it all depends on how they kind of, if they can contain Kyler, 
They can't contain yeah. him. You know, he he is he is what they think he is, an MVP type quarterback, uh dual threat, all the fun stuff that we talk about. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, there yeah. it is. We're gonna have your picks here. And I think okay, we've gotten, let's see, one, two, we've gotten four weeks worth of picks from you. And now I'm gonna have to start to figure out your averages and see how <laughs> correct you are over the last month of picking. And then uh, we'll no. go from there. I love it. All right. So for our listeners out there, you know, we love doing this for you guys. Uh, I like this idea that we kind of came up with from the standpoint of changing up a little bit of the the takes for the week. You know, it's going to be a little bit more homework on our end, but I, I like the idea. Um, that being said, si, I'd love to just give them a little bit of something and they Go can give it. us ideas. So if there are games, just think back in like your history of fanhood. If there are games that you wanted us to dive into, kind of like no skips, right? We're huge fans of of of, the, of that pod. Um, which games would you want to hear about? Because I got a couple. I'm excited about this. I think we can do it. Yeah. So for those that don't know, let's give you a little more details. Uh, Desi and I are looking to somehow not necessarily create a new podcast, but we might have a pivot show or something. Uh, basically a new product for everybody, probably a, a lot more concise and condensed and probably a little quicker for you to be able to consume. But we're going to start a new thing in 2022, and we are going to start reviewing some of those key games that we've watched or witnessed mm -hmm. or experienced and just going over different moments within the game. We're actually going to like break down clips and stuff like that and just have really a lot of fun with it. I think Desi and I really wanted to stick with basketball to start off with just because that's you know, what we've started this pod with, what we're super passionate about, what we have a lot more knowledge about. Because funny yeah. enough, if you asked me how to break down the Cooper Cup <laughs> touchdown, I would not have had that technical answer for you. So I could do it. <laughs> I'm sure Desi could. I knew what he was saying, but I could never give you that X and O breakdown yeah. from an analysis standpoint. But what we are going to do is, like he said, give us some games that you're interested in, in seeing reviewed and, and, it doesn't have to be a big game. I mean, it doesn't also, we're not going to just do a, a game in the middle of January that no one cares about, but I'm um, yeah. think about those series that you think like the game. If you want to hear game seven warriors, uh, Cavaliers, if you want to maybe hear the Villanova NCAA championship with the handback shot, like breaking down that, that game. Some, cause I think Desi and I want to do a lot of college and NBA. They allow us to use their clips. So we don't have to worry about copyright issues and all that fun stuff. So that's where we're going. Uh, we're, we're still kind of coming up with what we want to call that and if it's going to be a segment or its own little separate yeah. pod. But it's going to be a, a piece of the Des Inside podcast, and I hope you guys will catch it, tune in. And that is probably how we're going to relaunch our YouTube stuff because yeah. uh, our social guy said he would prefer to do a little more of shorter things that people will consume on YouTube. Yes, um, yes. So more importantly, if you like that idea, give us the feedback. If you think we can do something different, that's also appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited about it. All right, Cyrus, take us away, bro. All right. Well, we're going to see how Desi does. Uh, I will report back on intramurals and coaching after this week because I have coaching games to give some breakdown for you. I have my own games to give you some breakdown. <laughs> I have uh, some more jokes to fucking fire off on Desi. Uh, as he gets older, his birthday is coming up and uh, he is approaching the next century. So uh, <laughs> with the baby on the way, he, he really is going to be father time over there. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, 
more importantly, man, thanks for listening. As always, uh, we will catch you on the next episode. And if you have that good feedback or you have good ideas for us in our, in our new endeavors for 2022, give it to us. Give it to us on the socials. Give it to us on the text. If you don't have our numbers and you don't know us, I'm sorry. Hit the socials. If you have our numbers, get the personals. Uh, with that said, always, always go Suns and let's go Red Sea. Red Sea, rise up. <laughs> let's go, baby.